Let's discuss the prayer list in the South. We will address unspoken prayer requests as well. Now in the South, we would never gossip. I would never talk about you. But what we would do is put you on a prayer list. Now the beauty shop prayer list is unofficial. It's not an actual physical document. The church prayer list is a physical document. These prayer lists are a sort of a news feed. The church prayer list is for serious and you only need to put on there sickness, health, wellness, spiritual malcontent. Are you struggling in your walk? That's the church prayer list. Do you want to report something that your neighbor did without seeming like a gossip? That's where you go to the beauty shop and you say, well, bless her heart, she, or the Lord laid it on my heart and we all need to lift her up because, insert the information there. This is vital to the way things run around here. We've got to know what's going on. And the ladies at the beauty shop, they're in charge. They've got to keep up with it. And now your granddaddy papa thinks he's in charge and we do allow them to think that. But all of us, including him, know that he's the head, but she's the neck and the neck controls the head. And a way that you can mess all this up is with an unspoken prayer request. Mm. We want details. We probably already have the details, but we want the details. When you're ambiguous about your request, almost is a challenge to everybody in this room to figure out what's going on. Offer a little bit of clarity if you can, because it's best not to have a blue haired lady investigating you. Your mom and them do not want to get that phone call. The voice you've been listening to is that of Landon Bryant. And boy, does he make me laugh. If you have not yet discovered Landon, go over to Instagram at Landon Talks. He is Insta famous with 372,000 followers. That's just on the Instagram platform alone. So I cannot wait for you to get into this conversation with me. This is so much fun and such a treat. Here we go. Life Coach BFF Show with me, your friend Heather, because we all need a BFF to take this journey called life with. This is a podcast for midlife women who want to remain sane and find joy while parenting teens. We're living with purpose and determination to get all the goodie out of life because I believe God made the goodie for his people, you and me. So hop aboard this train of intention, come and sit on my porch and rest or pop in your earbuds and let's take a walk together. I'm just so grateful you're here. Landon Bryant, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited about it. This is so fun. We're both Mississippians. And so tell me, you're, you're, first of all, let me backtrack. You are Insta famous. How does that feel? It's the craziest thing because it's just me here talking to this glass box. So it doesn't feel like famous, but then the numbers are just so wild, but it seemed out of nowhere. But mostly, I'm just grateful for the community that it's built. It's like I've built the best community of people on the internet, and it's so fun. I agree, Landon, because I, I love your community. And when I walk in and I get on your page I, or your account, I just get sucked in. I mean, before you know it, I'm like commenting on other people's comments, and I'm asking people for biscuit recipes. <laughs> I know. And they will share them. It's so crazy to me. I, um, I think that's the best part of it. Like hands down, the best part of this whole thing is the comments community. And it's changed my heart and it's changed how I feel about who I am. Like the whole thing is just like radically changed how I feel about so many different things. And it, and it, 
is mostly because of all of them, like the way that they interact with each other, the way the things that they say to me, it's just really, really, really incredible. I agree. I, I checked this morning and you have 343,000 Instagram followers. And like, what does that even mean? Numbers like that are so crazy. It's like hard to even know what that is. It just, it just gets more absurd every single day. Like just more and more absurd every single day. I don't, I wish I had an explanation for it, but I don't. <laughs> amazing okay so tell us I want to talk about Landon because I hear your views and your opinions on different things and you talk about things that are happening in the south and different phrases and words that we refer to and what they mean which I love to listen to you but I want to hear about Landon like tell us where you live what your life is like what you were doing before your family Kate I want to hear it all well, I am Landon, Landon Bryant, like we said before, and I am just a guy from Laurel, Mississippi. And you may have heard of that because of a TV show called Hometown um, with Aaron and Ben Napier. So we live right down there. Um, and I've lived here my whole life, except for off for college. I went off for college. I went to a few different colleges because I have severe ADHD and I could not decide what I was <laughs> going to land on. So, But that's really served me to be whatever this is I am now because I've had a lot of different life experiences. I went from architecture school to healthcare to education to art education um and all those experiences really shaped how I view the world around me um and I married my wife right shortly after college and she was an educator and that got me into education she's got a specialist degree in education she's very smart she knows all, all the she does all the hard things <laughs> all the good things <laughs> So, like this isn't um, hard, Landon, being on camera and in front of three hundred forty-three thousand people. But <laughs> yes, but I've got a really good brain behind it all, so it's really helpful. So she even, um, her college major was broadcast journalism, so she's got a background in production, sort of. So, and I helped her through those classes, helped her as in like assisted and carried things. That certainly was no like real help, but I watched her do all that, so I kind of got into it a little bit. And then when Instagram and TikTok and those things came out. I was like, this is fun. And actually, it was a video of her that went viral first. Um, it was a video of her. We It was Friday. And she was going to go read a story as Belle to one of her students. She was a sped teacher at the time and one of the second graders for their birthdays. And so she was sitting down in the chair and I watched her just like as she was dressed as Belle and got that sigh on camera and it went nuts viral. And so I was like, OK, well, let's do this. So I just on and off for a little while. And then I started building the channel and here we are. So were you teaching in the classroom before? And yes, I've taught for almost the past 10 years and she's been there for about 15 years. Um, But I was teaching 4K through sixth graders art at this really great magnet school. It's a magnet school in Laurel called Laurel Magnet School of the Arts. And they teach academics using art. So there's a dance teacher, a music teacher, an art teacher, and a PE teacher. And all of us would go teach whatever the kids learned that week in academics using our art. One let me one second. This cat is meowing from outside and I've got to okay. shoot. <laughs> right. It's that's real life, Landon. That's what we're all it, about. Real it life. Is real. So um this account ended up ended up where it is. And she encouraged me actually to story tell. I talk too much, if you can't tell. I talk all the time. And she encouraged me to be a storyteller in that way. When did you leave the classroom? Okay, so that is the most difficult thing that I've done in such a long time. So I've been there for so long. And 
I guess you have to understand that the school that I was at was small. My child has gone there. I was his art teacher in 4K. Like he went in 4K and I started teaching art with him. So we've been going together for this whole time. And my wife worked at the school. So we would get in the car and go um, together to school to this like dreamy little Georgian revival building and down in on the avenues of Laurel. So it just was very picturesque and like dreamy is a word that people say about Laurel all the time that you're like, Bleh. but that's what it really has been like. And so I wasn't looking to leave the classroom. I was very, I was very content with where I am. I, I loved the children. I loved what I was doing. The people I worked with are the top of the top. So it was very loose. We were one of the highest scoring schools in the state every year. So it was really a fantastic place to work. Um, but I just, towards the end of the school year, a lot of things, I got a lot of opportunities from all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I think that to be a teacher, you have to be able to give a lot of yourself to the classroom, you know, and I didn't feel like I was going to be able to give that much this year. So we went ahead and stepped away. Um, and while it was a difficult decision, it was, it was a good decision for a number of reasons. One, we've been able to focus on this and it's just grown outrageously. And two, my son, um, and he does not agree with this. He thinks I should be back at school with him, but I've got to watch him grow without me being right there beside him and things like earlier this year. And I'm devastated about it. I don't want him growing up at all, (laughs) at all. But (laughs) like we always directed the musical at school. So when he would have musical auditions, we would be there to like tell him how, you know, go, you can, you can do it. Don't worry. All that kind of stuff. And this year he did all that, like right by himself and made decisions on his own that I didn't have anything to do with. And I'm really proud to get to see him do that, even though I miss literally stalking him every day at school. (laughs) Well, when he gets to middle school, I hate to tell you this, he's not going to want you there anyway. (laughs) I know, and I'm ignoring it. We're in fifth grade now, and I'm just going to ignore it as long as I can, but it's not going to be very soon for very long. No. Going to have to face stuff. But uh, so, so leaving school was a thing, but um, I've got, I am, I think I'm allowed to say, I'll let you know, (laughs) because I'm not allowed to say, I've signed a book deal um, and I'm excited about that. So that was one of the factors and we've got a TV show in the works behind the scenes may possibly. So we'll see what happens. Wow. That is so exciting, Landon. I'm so happy for you. I'm, I'm happy for what it represents. It, it shows me that our culture is valuable and that people connect to it and that it offers nostalgia. So it's like a win for everybody, like in this place, you know, it seems like to me. And and I love that so much about it. Yeah, I agree. That is, it's definitely a win from, for all of us from Mississippi, (laughs) just to see you shine. I mean, did you, did you feel like at any point in time, like I, I've interviewed a lady earlier who is on QVC and she has a product that was one of Oprah's picks. And she said, you know, from the time she was a little girl, she just heard this whisper, like, and she said, God just kept whispering to her, you know, and she was homeless before and that, you know, she was made for something more. Have you ever felt that? That's so wild that you, that you asked that because Yes, but in a way that, not in a way that I was not content, but in a way that I've always just just kind of had the attitude of like, there's something exciting, there's something exciting next. Like, that's what we're here for is, is to be inspired and to do and to show other people ways to be inspired and be inspiration. Um, So I've always, I've always kind of felt that in in the back of my head, not that I was ever going to be like famous, but that there was always something around the been, but that also could be ADHD. So I don't know. 
you know, <laughs> I can, I can relate Landon. I can relate. Okay. I want to get to the bottom of some things with you. Okay. I like, I like yeah. your big, your tagline is we've got, we've got lots to discuss. And I like to say, you know what, we've got lots to discuss and we need to get to the bottom of it. So what about Captains. I thought about wearing one today in honor of you and one of your latest videos. And so what what made you think to even, I don't even know how you come up with some of these things. How do you come up with all this, Landon? Well, um, my wife is helping me manage my thoughts and things. So we've got a list going of just stuff that we talk about. When I first started, I really started the Southern discussions really in like February, the end of February. And at first, it was just kind of one thing led into the other thing, you know, and then I just started mining my comments for ideas. People just throw the ideas out there. So I made this master list of just like anything I see, I just write it down or anything I think of. But honestly, I mean, you know this because you live in Memphis and you grew up in Mississippi. The content is like, I just have to walk out the door and there's (laughs) there's either something weather wise, animal wise, nature wise neighbor-wise, family-wise, it's there. It's just like we're saturated in it. So it just started building itself. Um, So we look at that list. I usually talk back and forth with her. She's so important to the whole thing. You just don't see her, her face as much, but like she helps me go back and forth and we brainstorm and I try to batch film them. Um, I'm not as good about doing that as I want to because kind of I get focused on what I'm talking about and that's what, all I want to talk about right then, you know. Um, but I just go talk at the camera and then she helps me edit it down and we do a few different versions and then it turns into that. So I never know what I'm going to go talk about, really. But we go back and forth and then it turns into something usually unless we've got like a serious topic or I'm working with a brand. Um, but that is so that's what. That's how it happens. I wish I wish I could be like, it's very planned out and strategic and I know exactly what's going on. And this is all on purpose, but it's just kind of. But I think that speaks to social media today. People want genuine, you know, like people want things that are genuine. People don't want it to be fake. They don't want it. I mean, there's a place for the aesthetics and stuff. And I love a good like pack in a bag video as much as somebody else. But I think there's something in like seeing real people, you know, like we we see celebrities. But if you can feel like I'm we're chatting, then that's um, I think that connects with people more than if you weren't genuine, I think the moment it's not genuine is when it would be disconnected. But, but fortunately for me, I'm like, so Southern, there's nothing I can do about it. I even lots of times will say something that I did not think was a topic. It was just literally how I was talking and they go nuts about it. So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you know, uh, this is what I love about you too, Landon. And you just kind of mapped it all out for us without saying it. There are a lot of people that want to do things, but they're waiting they're waiting to perfect it. They're, you know, they feel like that they're just not ready for some reason or another. And you just have to jump in, I think. I can really speak to that. And my I, again, give my wife credit for for this. I, you hear in social media, find your niche. They're like, find your niche, find your niche, do your niche. And when you don't have a niche yet, it's like, what are you, okay, but what niche? You know, like, how do I find that thing? It's so difficult to find what you want to and you just have to go for it and see what sticks. That's kind of the way I, I work with stuff. It's just like, go for it and see what sticks. And it's not failures at first. And then it turns into, well, why are you doing this? And you're doing this because you enjoy it. And if you're enjoying it, then it doesn't matter if it goes anywhere, right? And I think that's when you get to yeah. your most genuine. Like if you're creating art, if you're creating music, 
when you've moved past the trying and into the like, this is just what I like to do. I want to talk about this today. So I'm going to talk about it. I think that's where it really resonates with people, you know, and, and all art does yeah. in that way. No doubt. You know, I have people that will tell me, I love to cook. I would love to make these cooking videos, but I don't have a pretty white kitchen. I'm like, you know what? I have 1990s granite on my kitchen counter. And every once in a while, I throw up the camera, make a cooking video, and it's fine. <laughs> right. People live in real houses. People don't, yeah. you know, like that's people and people want to see people. And even I think people relate to that content so much more than a stark, sterile situation you know we like to see life in color and see the things about it and that's what I like to celebrate too anyways because that's kind of what Mississippi has and like Memphis has is folk art and that kind of a thing and growing up I was almost not embarrassed I was never embarrassed about it but you know like like my mailbox is some a welded chain somehow like the, the post holding it up is like this yeah. <laughs> welded chain I don't know why it just is that way and that and that kind of a thing is like quirky and fun and looking yeah. at it from a different perspective is really exciting. I agree. And, you know, life is not perfect. Life is messy. And so sometimes we need to show that, you know, because it's never exactly. going to be perfect. Exactly. <laughs> and you have to find the humor in the messiness, I think. Okay. You I'm going to tell you this. Landon, my husband and I, we were on our way to Heber Springs one day and I started playing your videos for him. He's not a social media person, but I'm going to tell you something. That video about used to could, he, I started playing that and he got the biggest smile that spread across his face. And doesn't it make you so happy to know that you're making people smile? It just blows my mind. Um, and I love that, like your husband who maybe not be on social media, it reaches people like that. Like, I love to hear that it, like they watched it with their grandmother and their daughter. Like it's, they can watch it with the whole family. That I love that so much. I didn't know that would be such a big part of it, but I just love that I'm making people smile because it's something they relate to like celebrating us, like, you know, it's celebrating him and, and people who say Mike could and used to could. And that's another, that's one of those ones that I didn't know. <laughs> I was just saying Mike could, I didn't even mean to. And people were like, excuse me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so we've got to talk about that, <laughs> you know? Um, but I love that so much. I, I get so many messages. That's one thing I wish I could do something about. The D, the direct messages I get are just, it's a constant. Um, and they go to all these different folders. And every now and then I'll just glance through and see. And people say the nicest stuff about like who they're, what they're relating to their grandmother again, or like they've, left the South and now they're mi missed some things about it. And I love that so much. I just love all that. It just doesn't seem real, honestly. Like it, doesn't, it seems like I'm making it all up, you know, because it's just me and my wife at home, but here we go. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't even imagine, but you are bringing so much happiness to so many people. So you mentioned earlier that this has changed you, you know, and it's changed. I've heard you say even that it's changed your heart. And so I'm, I'm just curious in what well, ways has it just. So I grew up um, in the Southern Baptist church here in, in Laurel with my, with my family. And I have not always been the most masculine figure, not always been like that kind of, I've been on the more creative side of things. And if you grew up in Mississippi, you know how that like places you somewhere and not so much. And here's where it is, is really, really dumb of me. <laughs> It's not so much that people put me in the other category. I put me in the other category because I didn't check those boxes of like, I really would rather like hang out in the dugout than, than actually be on the field. You know, like I don't, <laughs> I don't want to catch the ball and those kinds of things. If you 
view the life from a certain lens, it made me feel other and, and different than the people I was around. And even in my own church and my own family, which was never the case, none of those people ever viewed me that way, you know, but that set me up to view our culture from a different lens. I feel like it helped me view our culture from like an outsider perspective in a way, even though I was by no means an outsider, I was only ever loved and, <laughs> and taken care yeah. of, you know? Um, but I think that helped me view it that way. And it's very easy to be when you're a teenager and a young adult to be like irritated at people who don't see things the same way as you are. Um, when you just feel, feel that way, it's very easy. to. And this has shown me, first of all, that I am Southern. I am a, a man from the South. I am this, I, there's, it's not me looking in. I'm very much a part of this. And that's changed my view on my family, church, all the whole thing. It's just like helped me see that I belong, you know, here as well. Yeah. I did. And nobody ever told me I didn't belong. Right. But you know, it's very easy to just like put yourself in a box and believe that you don't fit somewhere. So it's helped me believe that I belong. It's helped me celebrate the things that I love about here. And that has connected me back with people that maybe you lost connection with or connect me with people that haven't agreed with, you know, the past few years have been like wild as far as politically and in everybody's home, we've all had to like, just kind of work this all out and fortunately have wonderful family. So that's been, that's been fine, but this has just helped us have something that's not the TV, not the news to connect on, you know, so it's helped, it's really helped me the way I view people, the way I view myself in this world and my relationships with the people here. I just have so much love for everybody. And I've always had that love, but just more appreciation, you know, just appreciate everybody so much. Well, and I think that you see now how much people appreciate you and find value in what the gifts that you're bringing to the table. Do you feel that way? Definitely. And, And what's so wild is I have just the most supportive family and friends so I've always been appreciated I feel like but you know it's just you don't believe your mama and your mama (laughs) when she's saying it so it's it's been really I think I just love that we have this rich culture that relates to everybody so much and I love that even people that don't agree with things from here can relate to what we're doing or at least look at it in a lens like that it's hilarious and and charming yeah yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about some videos that you have done. Cause I'm curious, like hankering for what do you get a hankering for in Laurel? What's something that you're like, I've got to go get this. This sounds so good. Well, I love coffee and there's some good coffee in Laurel. There's a few good coffee shops. Small coffee is, is the one that we go to frequently the most in Lee's downtown. I usually have a hankering for coffee, but you know, it's the South. So you could put name a food and I've got a hankering for it if it pops into my head, but I'm a big cornbread and milk person. Um, but really there's not much that you can offer me down here that I would be like, absolutely, absolutely not to, you know, under the right <laughs> circumstances. I even did one yesterday on Vienna sausages. And while I do not choose Vienna sausages, if we've been at the lake all day and there's the right saltines, we'll talk about it, you know? <laughs> so it just depends on the day what the hankering is for. You'll consider it. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll consider. you'll consider it. So your cornbread, you, yeah. Do you crumble your cornbread up and put it in the glass for the milk? I like to eat it with the spoon or I like to eat it with the spoon, but I don't like to crumble it up. I like to put like a, 
the cornbread down in there and then the milk and our buttermilk and then just kind of eat that with the spoon. I, if it falls apart, I, it's a little too soggy. I don't know. There's just ways to do it, you know. <laughs> Who was the last person or when is the last time you had a spell? Because I can remember my grandmother talking about her sister or family members when I was tiny and she would say, oh, aunt so-and-so had a spell. And I always thought, what in the world is a spell? But I love, um, I love to hear you talk about a spell. Yeah, I would love to have, you can have so many spells and I love to have a spell, love to take to the bed. I'm very good at that. If I'm allowed to, if there's time in the day, in the day I love to have fit, love to have fit in the bed, but just a spell in the South can be so many things. It can be anything from illness, right? But also up to just kind of a bad attitude for the day. And we're not having that. You could have a falling out with somebody, <laughs> all sorts of ways you can descri describe it. And it really goes to just that we're just trying to be nice about it. Like we just don't want to be direct and say, I don't like her. We want to just kind of like dance around it and make you imply why has Aunt Eleanor taken to the bed? What have I done? You know, that's the way that they use it. And then another one of your latest is spoilt and runt. Like I, I want you to say the words. I tried to say it like you and I'm so Southern too, but please it's elaborate. Spoilt and runt. And I think they're both so much fun to say. And the runt is like my, that's from my grandmother. She says that kind of thing. She says washed. And she doesn't even realize it. And I almost think she's joking sometimes, but she just leans into it. But she's leaned into it for my whole life now. So that's what it is, you know, but burnt, those kids can be burnt and they can be spoiled and they can be so spoiled that they're burnt even, you know, and the meal can be burnt if you do it wrong. Somebody doesn't follow the appropriate recipe. It's just there's things that can be burnt easily and it's just way better. It feels better than ruined, right? <laughs> Okay, okay, so, so Linda, sure. what should be, what do you think? I'm going to be a new grandmother. My oldest daughter is due in less than two weeks. What do you think my grandmother name should be? Well, well, first of all, congratulations. That's so Thank exciting. You. Two weeks, you're there. I mean, that's it, right? Yeah, I mean, that's so exciting. Okay, so I think we've got, you, you're definitely on the fancier side of things, I would say. Like, you've got, okay. you've got class and the style. You would you would be a person in a caftan. So that moves us into Mimi's and Gigi's territory, honestly. I would not put you in Meemaw. I, this is not a Meemaw territory, okay. would you say? So I think you could choose a letter like CC or Mimi or Gigi and double it up if you wanted to. But really, whatever you go with is good. My mother and you actually, y'all remind me each other kind of remind me of her y'all's vibes are similar and she is a grandma because grandma was too too much but grandma was kind of classy and in between right there so any of those but really it's up to the it's up to the baby isn't it <laughs> it's whatever they <laughs> that's and the if, truth and it's if up they, to the baby <laughs> and if they misspell it or miss misspeak it then that's what it's going to be no matter what i have a grandma because my older cousin couldn't say grandma she's a grandma so i have a grandma because of that so it just is what it is <laughs> Is what it is. And when I first started podcasting back in 2019, I interviewed this lady. I think it was like episode 24 from New York. She's a big blogger, lifestyle blogger in New York. And so I asked her about all these different Southern sayings to see if she was familiar or what she thought they meant. And one of them we talked about, drunk is Cooter Brown. Have you ever talked about that? Yes. And who is Cooter Brown? Like, I wonder that all the time. I, there's a few. <laughs> like, there's Sam, who's Sam Hill? Like, who's Cooter Brown? There's a bunch of those people. You know what? In the Sam Hill, you did you hear that one? Yeah. That's the whole thing. 
but drunk as Cooter Brown, I know that's the whole thing. Whoever Cooter Brown was, he made a real impression and he was very drunk apparently because he's still sticking around. That's a whole thing. I, I love that though, the colorful language. We will add words to it and add phrases to it. And it's so fun. And I didn't even realize a lot of it was that way, but we speak that way. And it's, it's why William Faulkner's sentences are paragraphs long. It's because our regular language is that way. And I love it. Yes, I do too. I do too. Well, Landon, this has been so fun. It is such a pleasure to have you on the show. And is there anything that you want us to know about you that you are not sharing with us? I guess I'm just a goofy dude. I'm just goofy. And that's that's all this is. I I feel like I look like I have this curated presence on the internet but that's not it at all if you ever think any that I'm fancy or like know what I'm doing you are wrong I don't know what I'm doing and I'm just enjoying it as much as everybody else is and I just look forward to every day because it's exciting so this is me on the internet what you see is what you get because I literally don't know how to do anything else (laughs) and I love it (laughs) and while I am who you see what I am I will say I probably am a lot more frustrating than up here. Like my wife sometimes has to roll her eyes at everybody liking me so much, so much because I can be a little difficult, but I'm trying not to be, you know, Don't <laughs> do it. I love, Don't what do we're it. Doing and I love, I love the community that we build and I'm, I'm so great. I'm mostly, I'm so grateful. Oh my goodness. I almost forgot Landon. I've got a few fun questions to ask you before we go. Just a couple yeah. of quick questions. Okay. And I feel like this is going to happen. I really do. So if your life were a movie, what would be the title and who would play the starring role as you? I guess the title would probably be Do What Now? <laughs> or Say <laughs> What? I spit out my water. <laughs> or possibly, possibly Bless Your Heart. And I I mean, I have no idea who, who, who would play me. Somebody with a big job cut out for him with a lot of energy. <laughs> Okay, if you were granted a one day superpower, what would it be? Mm. I mean, I would love to be able to fly just because that seems like a it seems like a great a great plan. And we used to play in the woods, that kind of a thing. So I guess I guess I'd like to be able to fly, but I should probably think of something that's more like profitable, but just for being selfish reasons, it'd be fun to fly around. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Okay, Landon, I have had some just terribly embarrassing moments since I started this podcast. I mean, I could go on and on. And I'm so curious, what is one moment that still sticks out in your mind and makes you laugh when you think about it? Um, okay, well, this wasn't wasn't in my influencer journey, if that's what you want to call it. But I haven't I just don't pay attention for most of my life, you know, and I had to send a very important letter. And I first started working at this this advanced magnet school with these great teachers. And I had to go send a letter and I had not I didn't know anything about stamps. And I'll have to find this photo for you because they love to remind me of it. And I went and bought a book of stamps and I came back to the school and I was so excited that I had done what I was supposed to do. And I somehow showed it to my coworker and I had covered the whole like I used all the stamps on the letter as genuinely as I could. And I just think back on that. Like I was a full grown adult, like a fully grown adult and like <laughs> covered the thing in stamps. So I shouldn't share that about myself, but Casey Watson, Andrew Shipke, if they listen to this, they'll be dying laughing because they couldn't even like look at me for weeks without laughing. Then they die every now and then. And every now and then I'll get a photo of me holding this outrageous like stamps everywhere 
letter and I don't know what got into my head. Really nothing got into my head. I was not thinking, you know, but so that kind of thing, very on brand for me. Yeah, I love that. I'm going to be thinking about that when I see your videos now. Okay, <laughs> what is your guilty? I'm very curious about this. What is your guilty pleasure TV show or snack that you secretly enjoy? Mm, I'm I'm not very I'm not good at keeping secrets. I want to tell everybody everything. Um, but I love to watch Naked and Afraid or Naked and Afraid if you're being real southern about it, because I could absolutely never do that. Like I don't even I'm not getting out of the boat or the car here. That's not for me. So it's just it's just incredible to me. But I do love those shows that are like you live in what or like extreme homes and spaces. I love that kind of a thing. And as far as guilty pleasures, I love crunchy sweet stuff. You can get me with a crunchy sweet snack or crunchy sweet, anything like that. I'm going to fall for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tell us last question. Tell us something most people don't know about you and might be surprised to learn. Well, I wonder, I wonder this and I maybe maybe people get this, but I'm very tall. And I wonder if people get that from my videos, like if they think that what height I am, but, but, but I'm six foot. So I, I wonder if people think I'm tall or smaller, what, what it is, but yes, I'm tall. I'm a tall person. I feel like that's a secret that I have from the internet. <laughs> Now that I think about it, I've never seen a video with you standing. There you go. <laughs> All right, Landon, how can people connect with you? And then I saw something about, and I'm about a cameo. Can you explain what that is and how we can stay connected to you? Because you are so funny and I don't want anybody to miss anything that you do. Well, that's so kind. So I'm Landon Talks on Instagram, TikTok and threads i believe and there are there are imposter accounts of like everybody you know but mine doesn't have any punctuation in it. it's literally l-a-n-d-o-n-t-a-l-k-s and the little verified check mark um and then on youtube i'm landing talks a lot because those videos are longer and we're fixing to move into real life videos it's kind of exploring laurel and exploring places so that'll be exciting over there um but then cameo is a personalized video service so you can order a personalized video service for like your birthday or your friend's birthday or a graduation something like that but it's even gone into things that have been another blessing to me people with bad health news that they got or you know difficult situations or the passing of a loved one and I get to send some encouragement and like what a blessing to get to do that with people yes. it helps me connect with people like it, it takes people from like theoretical numbers off the screen to I get to see them talking about the people that they love and describing each other. So I really love it. And that's really the best way to support this channel right now as we're building it all out. It's just a direct way to do that. So hey, check me out on Cameo, Landon Talks on Cameo, but we'll see and we'll expand and keep growing. And I can't wait to see what happens. I cannot wait either. I just love you and Kate. Thank you so much for coming on, Landon. Well, thank you so much. I'm so glad you had me. Thanks again for joining me today. It has been so much fun visiting with Landon, and I'm glad you could be here for the conversation too. Please don't forget to tap the plus sign in the top right-hand corner of your screen if you haven't already, so that you will be subscribed to this podcast show. And please, please leave a review tap the stars, write something sweet, all the things before you go, I would be so grateful. Can't wait to be with you again soon. Until next time, friend, have a great week. Keep shining. Keep
keep loving, keep being the person that God created you to be. I love you. Jesus loves you even more.